0: That had been prayed over by nuns because he figured I needed help from anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She needs all the extra help. (laughs) Just just cover her in sage and then like (laughs) give her these rosary beads. Like we'll just cover all the bases with her and then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a southern cross. I have a rosary. You got tarot
1: cards, you're
0: covered. I'm I'm fine.
1: podcast this is your host jake Uh, this episode i am joined again with our lovely lady up north um dusty uh but oh and i totally just fucked up but it's fine hello dusty
0: (laughs) yes you need to tell everybody what your email address is (laughs) i do
1: thank you (laughs) I got too excited. <laughs> so I had just told Dusty, like, I got to tell the email at the beginning. And then what do I do? I fuck it right up right at the beginning. And I don't mention the email at all. I just go right straight to the Canadian in the show. So um, <laughs> so I do have an email. It is not so peter priesthood at gmail.com. And you can... Send your stories if you want me to read them on the podcast. Even if you don't want me to read them, you just want me to to tell somebody and you need to, you know, to vent or whatever. Um, I'm also open to hate mail, as I keep saying. I'm expecting some hate mail. I'm actually looking forward to hate mail. Um, But I also really appreciate, like, love letters, too. Like, if you really have a crush on me, so that's helpful, too. Preferably if you're, like, a, a male there's like, six six foot tall now, no, no, like, 5'10", and, like, with brown curly hair, and, with like, blue or green eyes, maybe a beard, and maybe, maybe you're from, like, you know, the UK or something, and you have a cute accent, you know. Anyway, hi, Dusty. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs>
0: Oh no 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 he's not beard <laughs> hair okay oh 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 <laughs> oh oh <laughs> okay, we're safe I'm not kill my husband <laughs> okay Nope, no
1: he is safe That's
0: good. for now
1: I mean what <laughs> it's
0: over your your height limit though so sorry
1: um yeah I'd...
0: way too tall for you
1: <laughs> oh yeah definitely I I don't like. To feel like um I'm five seven, so I don't like to feel like I'm I don't like to feel five seven. I like to just be like, yeah, we're like near each other's height, you know?
0: Yeah, it's annoying to have somebody like rest their chin on the top of your head.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck that. I went on a date with a guy that was six seven. Holy. Yeah, and that was like I came up to like his hip, basically, and I was just like, um, It was fine when we were sitting down. I was like, this is great. You could tell he was taller, but like, uh, and then I remember walking from like one bar or whatever to another with him. And I was just like walking next to him. I was like looking up (laughs) while he was talking. I'm like, I don't think I could do this. (laughs)
0: Like my dogs walking together. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So cute. So cute. (laughs) Anyways, okay, so yeah, send your emails to Jake, yes. your love emails, or your yes. hate. He does thrive on the drama, so.
1: He does, yes, he does. <laughs> <did. laughs> drama, drama, drama. Dusty <laughs> gets to hear all about my drama, so. And I live for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so today, on that note, we are going to continue our conversation about the priesthood and Dusty is super excited about it I know she is because as soon as I mentioned it she just groaned at me like okay I guess <laughs> I think
0: we got off on so many tangents because we were like <laughs> trying to go through let's not talk about that
1: let's talk let's about... Just talk about, that reminds me of this other thing that I don't that make, is a lot easier to talk about than this <laughs> subject <laughs> oh
0: the inevitability of the world ending. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd rather talk about the apocalypse than the priesthood.
0: <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah. of, if anybody's caught up on The Walking Dead, I am not okay and need to talk about it, so.
1: Oh, Hit see I though. can't I can't help you there.
0: I know. I know way too far behind.
1: Way too far. I'm I watched like maybe 20 minutes of the first episode.
0: <gasps>
1: That's as far as I've gotten. I don't know. no. <laughs> our friendship wouldn't survive a zombie apocalypse. Is oh, that what you're saying?
0: I would have to take care of you in the zombie apocalypse I'm concerned with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you did tell me that I need to just I would just have to escape to Canada.
0: Yeah. Grab your dog
1: be,
0: to Canada. Yeah. We'll take care of it.
1: <laughs> yep. Just like the handmaid's tale where Canada is the promised land. <laughs> 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 and honestly, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like we're headed into that universe. So, <sighs>
0: sometimes just look south and just do the Hunger Games. <laughs>
1: Good luck, you guys. Bye. Anyways. Family. yeah we're gonna talk about the Melchizedek priesthood which is the greater priesthood (laughs) (laughs) are you ready for this is also from the horse's mouth which you know um so if you haven't listened I think it was was it episode five no what episode was it six what 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 year are we in what day is it today let's see (laughs) um
0: here, I'll pull up my phone and I'll. That's look what at I'm it.
1: trying to do too. Let's see. <laughs> I'm so professional. <laughs> oh, it's episode six. So six.
0: Yeah.
1: So if you have not listened to episode six, it's not like you'll be lost in this episode because it's not like you know whatever. But um, you full know, warning, gives...
0: you'll
1: be lost in that episode too. Actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, we go on. And we're probably going to go on several different tangents, which we haven't even gotten to the topic, really, today. Oh, anyway. All right. So this is also from this uh, the churchofjesuschrist.org website. Um, mm-hmm. I know. Um, and this is, like, basically their definition of the Melchizedek Priesthood. Uh, so it says, through the authority of the Melchizedek Priesthood, church leaders guide the church and direct the preaching of the gospel throughout the world. In the ordinances of the Melchizedek priesthood, the power of godliness is manifest. This greater priesthood was given to Adam and has been on the earth whenever the Lord has revealed his gospel. It was taken from the earth during the great apostasy, but it was restored in 1829 when the apostles Peter, James, and John conferred it upon Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery. But, so, but, um, brings me, that's, um. First of all, that makes me think of the temple, like the whole like Peter James and John stuff, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then um and with Adam. But then uh we were talking in that in episode six about Lyman White yeah. and how there was like kind of this there was a discrepancy of the dates of when Joseph Smith was uh actually ordained.
0: Yeah, like if you go by the actual like minutes from conference it's completely different to what's written down in the Doctrine and Covenants which just drives me crazy but
1: (laughs) (laughs) wait so and you found out who Lyman White was right I did I had
0: to I had to google him because it was bugging me that night as I was like
1: (laughs) meanwhile I just was like passed out I'm like (laughs) Lyman White who and then I forgot all about it so, anyway, <laughs> who's so, Laman White? He
0: was an early leader in the LDS movement. Um, he, after, so he's the one that ordained Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery, was it? I think. Mm. Don't quote me if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, he's the one that ordained them to the Melchizedek priesthood in 1831, according to those minutes from a conference. And then after J Dog died, Um, Like, everybody was, like, arguing about who was supposed to take over, and he actually led his own break-off group to Texas, um, and he became president of his own church there, and they called themselves the, oh, sorry, the Whiteites. I called them the Whiteies, but it's not the (laughs) Whiteies.
1: I kind of like the (laughs) Whiteies better. (laughs) (laughs) The Tidy (laughs) Whiteies.
0: Yeah, so the Whiteites. The white until tights. he died and then they rejoined with the RLDS church. So there's that little, um, little bit of that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: the white tights. That sounds like white tights. Like whites. You got white tights on. I don't know. I'm not loving that. That's no, that, Could they have come up with something better? I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then he was part of the Mormon war. If you ever want to go into that, because that's. That's a
1: lot. Oh, shit. What's the Mormon? Oh, let, let's not get into that right now. But we're, yes, put a bookmark in that. Put a little, put that in your bullet journal, Dusty. And then we'll, um, we can talk about that another time. I, I felt
0: the judgment.
1: No, from, I'm not.
0: I'm saying I've never forgotten to pay my bill, but whatever. <laughs> I haven't tried to go to school half an hour early, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shade is coming out. <laughs> he
0: likes to complain to his professors when he can't get into class when classes start again. <laughs>
1: All right, so let me explain that one. Um, I was going about my day, working from home, as one does, and I have class in the middle of the day. Well, I had my one literature class and then I have my composition class at 3.30. But in my brain, for some reason, i just have not like registered that it's at 3.30. Like I just, I always think it's a different time than it actually is. And then this time was yesterday and it was three o'clock. And I was like, I gotta log into my class. So I'm instead of logging in clicking on the Zoom link, Every time it opens, it's just me staring back at myself, like, and I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Is my Zoom broken? Like, what's... <laughs> and then, um, I did get, like, this firewall message, and so I thought it was that. And then I was like, oh, man, the firewall is keeping me out, and, like, they're actually in class still. Like, it's, like, sending me to this other... Th- I don't know what I was thinking. I was just... All these thoughts in my head, it was just like, fuck, I'm going to... And the, the teacher had said, of any class this semester... To miss this is not the one to miss and i was like freaking out plus i've had like this crazy week because like my my jeep got towed and then it's just been it's been a week and so um i what a, anyway so i messaged my professor and i'm like oh when you can't get into the zoom you know zoom's not working and then <laughs> as soon as i hit send i realized my mistake it was three and i was like fuck it's at 3:30 and i look like an idiot now and then so i immediately sent a, started sent another email and i even in my subject line said to my professor i feel dumb and i said hey i'll see you in 10 minutes <laughs> cuz by then i had spent 15 minutes getting into a class that wasn't even started yet and then um yeah then he emailed me back and was like Um, class doesn't start for 10 more minutes. And then he responded to the other one and he's like, no worries. Basically like, and then (laughs) I logged in and the right appropriate time. And he was like, how's your day going, Jake? (laughs) (laughs) Not great, Tom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. So and good. You. <laughs> well, there's a glimpse into my life and my brain that you probably didn't want to know. That Dusty had to bring it up Sorry. just because I brought up bullet journals.
0: Because <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm, I'm a crazy person. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: <laughs> aren't we all crazy though? Like for real?
0: No, people who think they're they're not crazy are the ones to be worried about.
1: Um, that's true. <laughs> Oh shit! I no, I'm crazy, right? I don't oh, know. Gosh. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So priesthood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, do you have any thoughts about what we were talking? About? Let's see. So there, the white tights, right? And yeah.
0: then. But they went back to the RLDS, which was. Wasn't that started by Joseph Smith's son? And yeah. Like, started, Emma. Yeah.
1: yeah. Emma and jo- Yeah. She, Cause they believed that it should have been Joseph Smith's lineage that carried yeah. on the prophet role. So, and really honestly, Emma was probably like, I'm sick of this shit. So she was like, I, hey. you know, <laughs> like God. we're going to do our own thing here. Y'all can keep moving. I'm not moving another inch no. <laughs> for the, <laughs> um, uh, so let's see Through the authority of the Melchizedek Priesthood oh God Okay I'm already feeling like disgusting With like reading this Anyway um, Through the authority of the Melchizedek Priesthood Church leaders guide the church And direct the preaching of the gospel throughout the world So like missionaries So once you Before you can go on a mission You have to be ordained into the Melchizedek Priesthood And um, In the ordinances of the Melchizedek Priesthood The power of godliness is manifest. This greater priesthood was given to Adam and has been on the earth whenever the Lord has revealed his gospel. Man, I sound bored just reading this. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to try and... Oh, wait. I already read that.
0: Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) You
1: could have have stopped me. Sorry. It's
0: fine. That's fine. All right. It's fine. It's fine. It was a review.
1: It It was a review. Um, Welcome to the world in your podcast, Jake. Let's see. There are in the church two priesthoods, namely the Melchizedek and Aaronic. The Melchizedek priesthood, which is after the order of the Son of God, is the greater of these. It holds the right right of presidency and has power and authority over all the offices in the church. It also holds the keys of all the... So all these are like quotes from Doctrine and Covenants, by the way. Like it's just... And then... It also holds the keys of all the spiritual blessings of the earth, of the church. It is named after a great high priest who lived during the time of the prophet, Ab- Ab- during the time of the prophet Abraham. Yeah. And because which we know nothing about him. We yeah. just know that I we don't. I looked
0: him up too because, of course, why wouldn't I? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> he was a king and a priest.
1: Oh, is in that why he?
0: The Bible, yeah. And Abraham paid tithing to him or paid tithes to him however you want to say that so that's why he was like a pretty big deal in the bible
1: (laughs) i still don't get it though like why would you name a whole priesthood after somebody that's just like oh he was a king and a priest and abraham paid tithing to him like i just don't
0: so he's the one that blessed abraham before moses and aaron And so he's like he's like the greater priest. And then gotcha. Yeah. So that's why it kinda like comes through that.
1: Could they not have like given him a better name?
0: (laughs) Maybe because mom thought it was beautiful.
1: Milk is a dick. (laughs) Milk is a dick. Um (laughs) the (laughs) title of the episode Milk is a dick. Um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't know what his mom's name is, but yeah. Yeah, we don't know his mom's name, but we know his name for sure. Because yeah. we want to keep her, She's probably another thing where we keep her sacred. And Fuck you, you just don't want to talk about women. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the offices of the Melchizedek Priesthood are Apostles. This is uh, Apostle 70, Patriarch, High Priest, and Elder. Which, actually, so I was thinking about it. I was just like... In my mind, it was always like elder and high priest. And then, like, all those other offices or whatever that they're talking about, like the apostles, 70 and patriarch, were just kind of like high priest, like extra high priests. You know, like, they're yeah. just because, because you, not everybody becomes a patriarch or a 70 or an apostle, but everybody, most men will become a high priest eventually in their lifetime as a Mormon. So. I don't know. To me, that would seem like it was. Yes, it falls under the Melchizedek priesthood, but it's just like I don't know if they. are I guess they are considered offices, but so that answers your question. Before we started recording, like what was the, what's the, um,
0: yeah, I was asking about patriarchs. Yeah.
1: What was the, what is the, where does the patriarchy, where does the patriarch fall under? So, I guess that's the answer. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Um, so you have elders that are basically 18 till like, you can have high priests that are like, I guess they're starting to like make high priests younger from what I, and then I saw something, I don't know. I probably should have looked this up. Maybe I can do this, um, also, but like, um, uh, what's his, what's his, who's the, who's the prophet now? Russell, Russell, Rusty Nelson. He (laughs) said, um. He said that they were going to combine the high priests and um, elders. I don't know if that's
0: weird. I'm so out of the loop. (laughs) I should pay more attention, maybe.
1: Oh, it actually happened already. In April 2019, President Russell M. Nelson announced during the priesthood session of the April 2018 General Conference that the High Priest and Elders Quorums are being combined into one Elders Quorum. So they also... That tells me they need to update their fucking horse's mouth here because it doesn't (laughs) say... like. Unless you're just, like, you're still in the quorum, like, you're considered an elder's quorum, but you're considered a high priest. Like, it's just, like, a, a status thing now instead of, like, a, I don't know. like why would
0: that's the two, <laughs> you have to explain this to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> when the women are in Relief Society and you're going uh-huh. into high priest or elder's quorum, right? That's right. What they're, talking. they're combining those? Yes. And that's because they combined sunday school now right like church is only guys church is only two hours now i might go back
1: oh it's <laughs> only two hours really yeah
0: they dropped the third hour
1: oh man all that torture for that i went through that we went through for three hours
0: i know and my dad told could've... me what happened he was like hey they dropped an hour of church you want to come back
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh that's still 2 hours i can't get back so
0: still 2 hours of my listening to queen drinking coffee not being in church
1: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: uh. maybe that's why because they're doing that whole like shift anyways maybe that's what it that's what happened i
1: oh, am yeah. maybe that's so wait so you said sunday school is all combined too now like it's
0: like you have like it changes like one Sunday you'll go to Relief Society and then the next Uh, Sunday you'll go to Sunday school. So it like alternates back and forth.
1: That's too confusing. Who came up with that? That's like the AB schedule with like school and stuff. Like it's just like one week you're going to go here and next week you're going to go to this class.
0: Yeah. I always forgot to go to double chemistry for some reason
1: on Thursdays. Double chemistry. Yeah.
0: Every Thursday in grade 12, I always like got (laughs) up to leave. My teacher would be like, sit down, Johnson. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right.
1: <laughs> oh, um, you mean like double chemistry? Like you had two chemistry classes in a row? Yeah, back to Ew. Back.
0: Um, that sounds awful. I mean, I liked chemistry. I really liked my chem teacher, but yeah, every Thursday, bell would ding and I'd grab my books and he'd be like,
1: <laughs> Not so I fast.
0: Like, oh, I got to see your face for another hour. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh I mean, was he cute at least?
0: (laughs) He's like one of my friend's older brothers, so (laughs) this is how small of a town I'm from. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually like knew him and like gone on TV with him and stuff. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean you didn't answer the question though, like Oh I won't um, tell Pat. (laughs) Definitely. Like he was
0: really funny, like like, wow. he got along really well, but not my type for sure. Plus, I think his wife could have taken me out. So.
1: <laughs> oh shit! All right. <laughs> uh, so um, my mind is blown a little bit about it. Like some of the changes, I keep hearing about these like weird changes. I'm like, um, yeah. like when we talked about last time, how the priests, the um, the deacons are at eleven now, and like even being baptized, you can be baptized on your Birth year of being eight, rather than like, so you can get baptized at seven, basically. I don't know if that. If it was the eight-year-olds, okay. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I can. Let's see. Men in the church must be worthy Melchizedek priesthood holders in order to receive the temple endowment and be sealed to their families for eternity. Cool. They have the authority to administer to the sick. And give special blessings to family members and others with the with the authorization of presiding priesthood leaders. They can bestow the gift of the Holy Ghost and ordain other worthy men to offices in the Aaronic and Melchizedek priesthoods. So essentially, um, like they, when you're in the Melchizedek priesthood, you get to like do the um, the big the big uh ordina- ordination not the ordinate ordinances and the um like the, the blessings so I've talked about this a little bit before I don't know I can't remember if it was with not Somali Mormon or what the like giving a blessing mm-hmm. was always so awkward to me like I'm just and I can remember like on my mission doing it and like even giving my mom a like so with the, there's the one blessing where when you're doing it for like the sick, you can do the, you do the um, consecrated oil. So you consecrate mm-hmm. the oil, you have to do a special little prayer over the oil to make it consecrated. And that's the, what they, you'd see like, uh, usually priesthood holders will be carrying that on their keychain. At Deseret Book, we car- we sold them like those little vials. Vials, yeah.
0: My dad had I, one.
1: Yeah. I had like this... I kind of liked it. It was like this wood wooden one that like I always felt cool. like it looked like a scroll kind of thing. It was kind of fun. But oh. and then it had CTR on it. I don't know. Anyway,
0: <laughs> my dad bought one when he was in Jerusalem. It was really cool. Oh, that's cool. Mm-mm.
1: So that's kind of legit, actually, because it's like from Jerus- like yeah. Jerusalem. Yeah.
0: He just thought it was cool because like the olive trees are like so old. He's like, they would have been there when Christ was there. And I was like, yeah. Sure. That's cool. Yeah. And then his best friend also got me a rosary that had been prayed over by nuns because he figured I needed help from anything.
1: (laughs) She needs all the extra help. (laughs) Just just cover her in sage and then, like, (laughs) give her these rosary beads. Like, we'll just cover all the bases with her. And then...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a Southern Cross. I have a rosary. <laughs> <laughs> you got tarot
1: cards. Oh, You're tarot covered. Card. I'm <laughs> I'm fine.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I think we talked about it offline where I was like, but like, how do you know what to say?
1: See, that's the thing. Okay, so uh, this real talk here. Like, I um never knew what to say. Like, it was always just like, um, and you know how they're always like, oh well, that was from God, and that you're speaking for the for the Lord, and all that stuff. And so it's like no pressure, you know. It's just like, and of course I'm just like getting all this anxiety. And I remember giving um my mom a blessing for the like when she was sick, but I did like the anointing part, and my dad did the um the actual blessing. So what they do is you'll do the you put the oil on the head it puts the it puts the oil on the skin <laughs>
2: gonna
1: say that. it puts the lotion on the skin <laughs> 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 Anyway, uh, you put the oil on the head on their head and then maybe that's why i'm anyway um put the oil on their head since i've said that three times now um and then you give like an actual like all you say is like i bless your there's like a special thing that you have to say with that too. It's not like word for word, but you have to kind of say the kind of
0: like, say the same thing every time. Right.
1: Yeah. And then, um and then immediately after the, it, some other priesthood holder gives the actual blessing. You can, I think it can be the same person that does it. If there's like just one person, like, um, like even in, in an emergency or whatever situation or, I don't know usually and then um what was it so I remember doing that with my mom and like she had like a fever and everything and then and I was just like grateful that I didn't have to give the actual blessing thing because that's like the pressure a lot of pressure (laughs) like oh I'm just talking for God and I have no idea what I'm like and here also too like comes in like the worthiness thing and that like this says men in the church must be worthy Melchizedek priest holders, and so like yeah I'm wearing my garments yeah I go to church yeah I go to the temple, but I'm also drinking on the side and I'm also hooking up with men on the side and I'm also doing all this other stuff I'm masturbating I'm doing all this like stuff that I'm not supposed to be doing and um and here I'm supposed to like I you get asked to give a blessing and you're just like you're supposed to be this conduit for God like. At that, yeah. spe- at that specific moment. And it's like, um, yeah, I can I can say things that might make you feel better, but I don't, it's not going to heal you, you know? Like, I'm just, and that's pressure. It's also, like, I feel extra guilt. Like, if something were to happen to my, like, at that instance, I don't even remember how, what like, what kind of sickness she had, but she was um like say it did get worse and like she passed away or something like it got Mm -hmm. even like critical or something I would feel like shit you know and like oh for sure um because my blessing didn't you know because and knowing that my my sins quote-unquote were probably what stopped what um made it so it wasn't working
0: yeah it's another it goes back to that like public shaming because You have to at all times be prepared should somebody say, hey, can you come give this individual a blessing? It's that whole thing of, well, do I say, oh, no, actually, I can't because or do you just, Yep, I'm on it. You know, it it all comes back to that. You have to behave a certain way inside of a certain box Mm -hmm. in order to be, you know, accepted.
1: Yeah. And to not get that, like, yeah, public shaming and to feel, like, because if you say, no, I can't do it, I'm not worthy kind of thing, I don't feel worthy or I'm not, you know, I've talked to my bishop and I'm not, you know, he doesn't think that I'm worthy of that right now. Then it's just like, suddenly it goes like wildfire, like, oh, Jake couldn't give this blessing because he, he had talked to the bishop and, you know, and it's like, it just spreads and um and
0: then little billy's broken arm is really really bad and well it's your fault because you didn't rush over and give him a blood like yeah it's just a really vicious cycle
1: yeah and that goes into like um home teaching where you're supposed to have like some like sort of jurisdiction over these people that are like in your ward and you go visit them once a month and you're supposed to be basically on their beck and call like if kind of like a like a, oh, you're my home teacher, so you can come, like, you come and teach me a lesson every, you know, and you're in my home for, uh, like, an hour a month, and then Mm -hmm. if something goes wrong in my family, like, I can call on you to, instead of, like, kind of, that was, like, kind of in, I remember in, like, elders quorum, they would, like, liken it to, um, like, we're the bishop's appendages, and we're supposed to, like, be out there and like helping him you know, manage the ward basically and like if there's right. any problems then it's like um we can bring him back to the bishop or we can handle them ourselves because we have the same priesthood but we're basically on the on the errand of the Lord and the bishop that's it yeah. you know, so
0: we are home teachers. We had them forever. It was always the same two guys. They were the two (laughs) men in our ward.
1: Of course.
0: (laughs) My baby sister called them our grandpa
2: teachers.
0: (laughs) 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 And they would stay for so long because we had this really old old, like busted out couch and they couldn't get up off of it. (laughs) But they were like very proud men, right? Because they're like farmers. So they'd like take a really long time before they'd be like, well, you're going to have to we're gonna have to haul these poor men off our couch and send them on their way
1: (laughs) it's so sad because like well i can remember going home teaching when i was because sometimes they'll pay they'll put like an like an elder or a high priest with a like a a kid in the ironic priesthood to give them like um, experience kind of thing like in home teaching you're just not supposed to go alone but it's supposed to be some priesthood holder which is so weird to think of like going as a kid but like I think I went more as a kid than I did as like as a in the Melchizedek you know, priesthood which doesn't really sound really great but um, I let's see I I remember going to one where I like just straight up fell asleep I fell asleep as a kid because of the guy with the he was a high priest that was my companion and he was just like droning on and I'm just like (laughs) knocked out. (laughs) Oh, but then I also did that on my mission too. There was one time um, we were showing this video to this investigator and it was like, it's old eighties and all three of us fell asleep. My companion, me and the woman felt all fell asleep watching this (laughs) video. And then and we're supposed to, here we are we're supposed to be teaching this. <laughs> and she, oh man, she woke up and she was like, "Well, damn, <laughs> that, was, that was a good nap."
0: <laughs> she just felt spirit so strongly; she was just yeah. like
1: right out.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh it's too good.
0: Yeah, we never got. We never got young like a young kid it was always like really old guys but oh really on the missionaries falling asleep i think that's just what missionaries do because they're worked so hard anytime we had missionaries like over for dinner or whatever my dad would like purposely be like oh dinner's not quite ready why don't you guys just sit in the living room and just have a have a breather for a bit and he would like let them fall asleep for like an hour and he would just like tell us kids to like go outside and play because he just wanted them to sleep for a bit. And then wow. they'd wake up and they'd be like all embarrassed. He's like, oh, no, no, it's my fault. I forgot to turn the oven on or whatever. So he was Aww. really good. Yeah. I think good. he had like a lot of, like, he was so good to the missionaries because my dad never actually went on a mission. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's like how he helped in his ways, like to try and take care of the missionaries that came to our ward. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, and
1: um, I think I've talked about it before but like on my mission I like I survived on like ramen and like you're not eating well and then you're like also I was in Florida so I was like sweating and just like tired all the time like just like perpetually just tired and like most of my areas I was was bike so it was just like or i would have a car for like one week and then bike for the next and then i only had a full car my first area and then um no not even that it was my second area and i was by that time i was six months in and then i had a full car for that area and then after that like it was all bike like the rest of my mission like for a whole year i was just full bike and so yeah and i I mean, I lost a ton of weight, <laughs> but yeah, I was,
0: think was... That is the 19-year-old kid who's, like, still, like, developing.
1: Like, that's yeah. a good idea. Right? And then um, I can remember the mission president's wife asking, like, we were waiting for pre- president interviews, and she was like, so what do you eat, Elda Taylor? She was from uh, Boston, so she had this, like, s- super thick accent, she was like, Elda Taylor... What's you, what do you eat for dinner? <laughs> and I'm like, um, I was like, oh, I eat soup and like ramen. And the the sister missionary, she just like laughed and she's like, that's a lot of sodium. And I was like, what do you eat, sister? <laughs> you know, I'm just like, you, like I'm sorry, I can't afford fruit and like whatever. The I don't know. And then like I'm only getting a hundred and forty dollars a month, so I don't know what you want me
0: to do so that's so terrible yeah. yeah we like like where i'm from everybody's lds basically so our missionaries were fed really well because we just took turns like they'd pass around a calendar and yeah. you would just fill in every day of the month had to be filled up so
1: so there were some wards that were really good at that but then there's some i went to this one ward that was like super rich but like the members hated the missionaries for some reason they hate what? i don't like, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, at the time, like, on my mission, I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, like, they just had bad missionaries in the past. But then I'm, like, looking back on I'm like, how can you hate missionaries? Like, I understand, like, um, there's just, I understand to a point because they're, because I do know some shitty missionaries. But at the same time, like, as far as, like, they just were, like, they didn't care, like, what they were doing. Like, yeah. And I say shitty missionary in that like in the Mormon way I guess and that like they just weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing, you know, and then um and then that reflects on the mission on the members and so they and so then new missionaries come in and then with this to this ward and it's like a bad reputation for the missionaries and there's hard to get that back. But like I've never like the bishop hated us and like
2: uh-huh.
1: um But it was, we never got, we hardly ever got fed. And there was this one family that was always, they would, they owned a laundromat and they would, um, every P-Day, they would have the missionaries come and like wash all their clothes at the laundromat for free. And then they would like come, they would feed us and everything. And then, um, and it was always like a big ordeal. And then like, for some reason, like it came, that family, like, told the bishop like that the missionaries were taking advantage of them and uh, yeah yeah like when they they man like there was because we uh, um there was one week where we were we did our laundry and then we were um we were just chilling at their house for a little bit and then um and they gave us like ice cream or something and then we left like but we were there for a little like longer than we probably should have been but it was like hella hot outside and we were supposed. and then um and then right that next week like it was nothing different like i don't even know what anyway looking back on i'm like why why did they turn it like why did they turn it on us anyway
2: yeah.
1: and um then they told the bishop said you can't be with that you can't visit that family anymore outside of church and i was like cool so now we have to like pay for laundry and now we have to like which is fine like that's what we're you know yeah but, like we don't. that was charity that was not like asked for like we weren't like expecting it it's not mm-hmm. i don't know anyway yeah, i was worked at
0: tant- restaurant. actually right when i met my husband i was working at a restaurant that they would feed the missionaries lunchtime on tuesdays for free Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, cute. So there'll be, like, a huge line of missionaries.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, so, on in all honesty, I've seen missionaries around here that, and I'm like, I should, I've, like, honked at them before, and sometimes I'll, like, flip them off just because, like, it <laughs> kind of depends on my mood, you know? But, like, um, there's... <laughs> But when I do see them, I'm like, oh, I feel bad for them. You know, just because, like, oh, it's so hard. Like, I know what they're going through right now. But then I'm also just kind of like, oh, you think that you're teaching the truth, too. So I guess there's a little two sides of that coin. But
0: Yeah. I'm always um, really nice. Like, I'm cordial with them. But I'm, like, not interested.
1: Right. Yeah. I always want to, like, I always wanted them to come to me and, like, so I could fuck with them. But, like, I (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> and just be like uh either act really dumb and be like oh yeah what's do what is this you know and act all like interested and excited you know and be like yeah oh i've wondered about mormons and stuff and then you know anyway
0: um, on instagram she'll give one of like the women's names that joseph smith was like sealed oh, to oh
1: yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> <with me. laughs> i love it
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh um and then I remember on my mission too we were like walking or something and as one does and then oh well, in the heat and then this guy just like pulled up and like gave us Gatorades and then like drove he was like he would not stop to like let us talk to him and thank him or anything but he was just like okay here you go thank you have a good day and then he just like rushed off and I feel like that's what I would do
2: yeah I don't
1: want to like I want to help you because I I understand your pain. But then no, don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like I also I feel like they need to know that there's something like we're told that outside of the where will you go if you leave the church? You'll never have happiness outside of the church. And mm-hmm. I just want to so desperately be like, I'm good. See how yeah. good I am? Like yeah. it's fine. It's
1: it's fine on the other all, side.
0: Yeah. They're not all horrible. Like, my countenance isn't dark or <laughs>
1: Yeah, right? Oh uh, black, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, well, I didn't think you would get on mission tangents, but that's kind of, I mean, that's where it all starts, really, with the Melchizedek Priesthood, is with your mission, at least for me. Like, I didn't, hmm, I did, hmm, I can't remember, honestly, if I, because I went to Utah State. For a year, and then I, I can't remember where in there I got ordained as the Melchizedek Priest. I think before I, when I, anyway, doesn't matter. But, I was um. There when my
0: dad was. Like, I was a kid, I remember when he got ordained. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he, but like, he never went on a mission, right? And so. Right.
1: Oh, it was okay. just like
0: one of those things that was like an oversight. So.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I, um,. What was it? I with the mission too, like suddenly I remember being set apart too. That's another thing that they do when you're a missionary, which is kind of a weird thing concept because that's part of where you um Suddenly you can't do everything. You're supposed to have somebody with you all the time, and it has to be somebody of the same sex, which <laughs> jokes on you. And then um, it also <laughs> has to be loophole. <laughs> and then it, um, I can remember like going to the MTC, and then my dad like followed me into the bathroom because I was at like when I was at Wendy's, and I was just like, "You don't have to follow me into the bathroom, Dad." And then anyway. Um, uh, and that was the beginning of that and I remember like when I got home and like they take that away from you and it's like kind of depressing because it's just like you get used to having somebody around you all the time Yeah. and then I can remember when I was left alone at my house for the first time and I was like anxiety city like I just I didn't know what to do like part of me was like super excited because like I'm alone and free, you know. But then I was also just like, but who? What do I do? I am who do I talk to? What do I do? And yeah. I was just, yeah.
0: Now you're self reliant and are alone with your own thoughts, and you don't have that like routine and that schedule mm-hmm. given to you. Like you're, I don't know. All the missionaries I knew when they come home, they just sleep for the longest. time
2: Oh yeah. Like, hey, was...
0: you to catch a movie? and they be like, no, I'm going no, go to go back.
1: sleeping. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh man um all right so there's men this is uh, did we let's see we read the i don't want to reread the same thing because i already did that and jake does not do that again let's see so (laughs) when a man receives the melchizedek priesthood he enters into the oath and covenant of the priesthood oh that was always drilled in my head the oath and covenant of the priesthood um, he covenants to be faithful, magnify his calling, give diligent heed to the words of eternal life, and live by every word that proceedeth forth from the hands of the from proceedeth forth from the mouth of God. Those who keep this covenant will be sanctified by the Spirit and receive all that the Father hath. That's also from Doctrine and Covenants. So the um with the man like the oath and covenant, the priesthood, yeah, it's like that, all the
0: that really clicks in my brain, but I don't know why
1: um you know what it's been a while so i might have to actually look it up let's see what the
0: or maybe a book called that
1: <laughs> there's a lot um just a second let me see what i can oh well look at that it just came right up we this means that the heavenly father gives us his oath that we can have the power and blessing of the priesthood if we covenant with him to magnify our callings be faithful in keeping the commandments and live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, which sounds, I think it sounds familiar because it's a lot of the temple stuff, like all your oaths oh, and okay, you yeah. make in the, in the, in the temple. Yeah. So, um, cause like even that, the, every word that proceeds from the mouth of God is like almost verbatim from the temple. Right. From right, yeah. like, that feels very culty. And then, um, the, well, as I was reading that last paragraph, it's like, no pressure, you know, like, just like what I was talking about the with the blessings, like, it's just like, um, magnify your calling, give diligent heed to the words of eternal life, live by every word that comes from God. It's like, no wonder we've got God. these men that are like, so, um, like, rigid and just like, um, judgmental and just, and like that are so the way they are and the way they've built up this culture of just like these men oversee everything. And it's like, they're just trying to uphold the word of God that they know. Right. And I, ugh, it's, I don't know. What do you, what do you think of that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it comes from section 84 of the doctrine and covenants. I just looked that up. If anybody was yeah, oh, good job. Yeah, um, kind of, <laughs> i don't, Yeah, it's again that whole. It brings me back to that whole live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Okay, so what does that mean? Because we're told the prophets speak for God, but then we're also told like disregard what older prophets said because they were speaking as men. Like it's such, it's so confusing that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. to wrap your brain. Well, up. and
1: that goes into like um like we've talked about before, what's the difference between policy and doctrine? Like what are you actually supposed to be following? Like shouldn't your policy should uphold the doctrine, but then you're um then you got prophets nowadays that are totally contradicting what's been said, like, I don't know, even forty years ago. So um where and then uh Dr. delin made a good point uh on one of his episodes as i mean he makes several good points on all of his episodes but the one that i was just thinking about was um that like there's been really no like new revelations especially after doctrine and covenants like they don't add to doctrine covenants at all they just and they don't definitely don't like take anything out of it that's like um like dnc 132 that's about polygamy and it's like um they've not yet to address any of that and they just and yet they're like in modern times now they're just like oh we don't we don't practice polygamy you know and so but then there's dnc 132 right in your scriptures Mm -hmm. that's saying that you do you know and that's um so like either you got to change that or you got to like not like think of how many like in the U S constitution, there's so many amendments and so many like things that have been added to it. So like, why can't we add the doctrine and covenants, you know, because they
0: still believe in polygamy. Look at my situation. I have requested to have my temple ceiling canceled and it Mm -hmm. was denied. And my ex-husband is married to another woman in the temple. He is a polygamist in the eyes of the church. (sighs) Oh shit. So to say we don't practice polygamy, that's an outright lie. Because as far Uh, as the church is concerned, they don't care about civil marriages, right?
2: Right.
0: have to be married in the temple. And I have requested to have my ceiling canceled, but I am not allowed to cancel it on my own. I have to get my ex-husband's permission, which he has denied. Ew. And, yeah. So, in the church, he has two wives. So, don't tell me, we don't practice polygamy. We don't condone polygamy. Yes, you do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it just it makes,
1: Sorry. No, you're good. I'll
0: just have a fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, drink your juice, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> just call <me> out. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not. Um that's definitely just like a and it's my guest um Lindsay on the she's on episode 7. She um that's Really, the the point that like drove her and her husband out of the church was the 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 polygamy, um, the polygamy doctrine and the polyandry and like okay, but you're and the the fact that apologists are just like defending it, but then they're also, but the way they defend it isn't really necessarily accurate, like, and so there there's just no nobody's willing to address it and actually be like okay well maybe this isn't and we like I've wondered about this too like with like, like especially with like and I keep going back to it because it's like a hot point for me right now with like Elder Holland's talk like why can't we press for like actual answers of that like why can't we like not we I mean like why aren't the members being like um, okay because I like if you read back in like uh, Mormon history like there's history of them constantly questioning Joseph Smith and constantly like the members are always like, even in like Canon, you know, like they're just like, that's how the word of wisdom came about. Like Emma Smith had a problem or whatever. And so she, and she asked Joseph Smith, there was also speaking of Emma Smith, there was um a point with the polygamy where she, she wasn't even told about polygamy until like years later. Like,
0: yeah, it was all done then, in secret for years.
1: Yeah, and then, um, but anyway, like, I just, I guess my point is, like, why don't, why are members nowadays so willing to just, like, go with the flow and just, like, accept changes? Like, I guess we're kind of seeing a little bit of pushback now, like, over the years with, like, um, Kate Kelly and then, like, um, with the COVID uh fiasco with russell m nelson saying like get vaccinated you know and then um the like there's certain pockets of like this stuff but then it gets like squished down for some reason like yeah you can't speak out against the church and then and i guess that goes i mean what it really comes down to is this right here is like this um you gotta uphold and um, uphold the oath and covenant and the priesthood and give diligent heed and then live by every word that is comes from god so like but then are they actually i don't know it just becomes this whole big loophole because like whole big like circle circular thinking that i get into this rabbit hole where i'm like okay so you can't if you disagree with it then obviously there's something like he's obviously not the Profit, or there's something wrong. I don't know. I just uh, did.
2: Any no, of that yeah, I sense? No, totally, yeah, like,
1: <laughs>
0: such. It's like that fear cycle, right? Like I don't know about you, but the, when I first left the church, I had so much guilt and so much shame, and I like I really struggled for a long time. And then I kind of put it out of my mind and just like ignored it for a really long time. But I started having. I don't even know how to explain it, like almost like PTSD issues, which I should, mm-hmm. it, it's not. But that's the only way I can really kind of describe it, where I would just have like these insane panic attacks where yeah. I was freaking out because what if the church is true?
2: Oh, yeah. It's,
0: like just losing my mind because I'm damned, I'm you know, I have to go back. I have to, and that's, it was really bad. And that's where it got to where my husband was like, we need to talk about a few things because I can see that you're struggling and you don't know the full story because you were never told the full full story. And that's when I like read the CES letter and found like, yeah, like John DeLynn's podcast, Mormon stories. And I started Mm -hmm. getting involved in like the Exmo community because I realized that that's the point. That's what they, they want. They want you to be continuously terrifying right. mm-hmm. and and controlled by that fear to not question and to not to not even get to the point of questioning right
1: yeah so. well and then it, there yeah the it furthers the control by saying like um that you if you aren't getting the right answer which is like how do you know like if you're not getting these lovely feelings when you pray then there's something wrong with you
0: you yeah it's never that there's nobody to answer you or it's not something that god's going to spend you know his time on it's up to you it's that you are in the wrong there's something fundamentally wrong with you as a human
1: mm-hmm. so well and speak to your point with like the ptsd it is a form of trauma so you're you're experiencing those panic attacks because it is you're feeling that trauma that you've experienced but in your your body's only response to it is to give you those panic attacks to be like, and your brain is giving you these, like, um, cause like we're wired to be like in that mode, like, and it's hard to undo those, that wiring like right away. And I, so it made me think of like, when I was like leaving the church, um, and really like becoming inactive, I was, um, I would go, like, I was so afraid of, like, my parents finding out that I wasn't active or whatever, that I would, like, get dressed for church, do all that stuff, and then, like, I would literally, like, take my scriptures and everything, and then I would go drive for three hours. I didn't, like, I would, just, and I would just, like, chill in my car, and then I'd go home, and I'd talk to my, this was when I was living with my parents, so I'd go home, and I'd be, like, I'd just, like, um, I would pretend, like, yeah, I yeah, you know, I went to church and, you know, that kind of thing. This is what my lesson was on, you know, and I could totally bullshit the whole thing. I did that for like a year or two at least. And then um and every once in a while I actually did go to church, but then I was like, um like looking back on it, like it was the fear of like what people thought of me and like what, what I was doing and then I was like I'd rather just pretend I'm going and not actually go. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Not, yeah. it well, it's like yeah. when I
0: called my parents to tell them I was resigning. Like, mm-hmm. I, you knew how scared I was. <laughs> I called yeah. you crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <what> <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh. it's fine.
1: <laughs> and I mean, it turned out good for. I mean, they're. They seem yeah. to be. They better than you thought they would be. And yeah. well, honestly,
0: talk way more in the last, yeah, in the last little while than we have probably in the last year. Like, Oh, really? Yeah. It's yeah, like this good. awkward undertone is suddenly dissipated. And yeah.
1: He like understands where you're coming from now. Yeah. So I guess yeah. that's... he doesn't
0: have the question. He knows exactly where I am in my life. And mm-hmm. now I think it's easier for him to just be my dad instead of, oh.
1: Instead of having that like elephant in the room,
0: yeah, or like he's like the priesthood holder responsible for me because my Mm. husband's not LDS or whatever, and Uh, I think uh, I kind of freed him from that of being like, you don't need to put that on you anymore. So
1: Uh, that's good. good, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Talking about more pressure, like I, I feel like they don't talk enough about how much pressure you have as a priesthood holder, and I think that's kind of what I. Really like want to talk about in this like podcast over time is just like how like you basically have and like women definitely get their short end of the stick, but like men definitely have their pressure and like you have to be like good, you have to be worthy all the time, and it's just hard to like not buckle under that, you know. And I
0: and it starts you, so young. You are twelve years old, and suddenly you have this authority. Mm -hmm. Like that that in and of itself is not like we shouldn't be giving children we should only give children what they can healthily take care of, right? Like I don't I don't put my four year old in charge of feeding my dogs because that's a little bit too much for him. If we got him a goldfish that's only gonna live, you know, three months anyways, and he's in charge of feeding it, that's something that's more geared towards these Twelve-year-old boys are suddenly—they have more authority than their mothers—and that's yeah. a really act-up concept. It like, really is, you it's, know. I
1: um and the, I didn't realize it at the time, though. Like, but and I don't think they. And there, you're never, it's just like with baptism though, you're not giving, really, given a choice when you're raised in the church, you're just kind of, it's expected of you. So, and there's really no reason for you not to get the priesthood. So at 12 years old, like they're just going to give it to you and then you just go through this, these steps, you know, that's kind of what you, it's the beginning of everything of like your expectations because you start as a kid and then it just keeps building up and building up and building up. And then you're, then you're expected to go on a mission and then you're expected to come home and go get married and get a good education and get a good job and then start having kids right away. And just like, it's just boom, 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 boom. And it's um, like, I don't know. I, mm, I, I'm so glad that I'm out. <laughs> the more I think about that, I'm just like, and the, we I mean, sure well, and there's
0: it stress out. Informed consent. We're not giving these children informed consent because they can't understand. At eight years old, at twelve years old, they're not understanding the gravity of these decisions that we're supposedly letting them make. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I think it's downright child abuse to say oh,
2: for sure.
0: that they are making these choices when they are in no way, shape, able to form an actual opinion about these choices that they're making like they just they just can't they can't grasp it
1: well and if you read like what the what you're actually taking on as a when you're being baptized like um <laughs> that's a lot like you're and then getting the gift of the holy ghost like you're getting this companionship with this member of the godhead basically and like yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be a comforting thought, but it's like
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah. And I think that's really the point of it. Like, <laughs> honestly, they're just trying to get you into this like mindset that you're like this suddenly this member, you know? And then you can um now you gotta start like paying your tithing on your like allowance that you're getting from your parents if you're getting an allowance, if you're like rich you know like if your parents have even money to give you you know so like what are you even paying allowance for i mean what are we paying tithing for yeah and then i can remember like getting allowance every once in a while it doesn't like or like birthday money or something and i'd have to pay tithing on that and i'm just like oh just being like super depressed as a kid just being like oh I have to give 10% of this, you know, and like, but like also feeling like guilty if I didn't do it, you know, that's
0: probably your parents would have been like, Hey, did you pay your tithing? Because that's mm-hmm. what good Mormon parents do, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah. It's a mess. But it is, it is a form of abuse for sure. It's, um, yeah, disgusting. I feel like I say disgusting a lot. <laughs> All those episodes. <laughs> Does it makes you feel
0: disgusting that we were involved with it for so long.
1: So long. I was um and I think that's I I know I'd I i do not necessarily live in regret because I I love my life. Like I love where I'm at. Um but I I feel like a little bit of regret and a little bit of like I don't know. It's just I wish I'd kind of known sooner you know like I feel like a little bit robbed of that but at the same time I'm like "Eh, it's probably all things in its time maybe I just wasn't obviously I wasn't ready mentally or something I don't know there was just wasn't everybody has their journey but I just I don't know part of me wishes that I see these like kids that like my little sister who's already like she already knows that she doesn't believe in it and she's just like she already she's just kind of going through the motions until she can be away from my parents and do her own thing. And, yeah. um, she's just appeasing them for now. And then she'll, but I'm like, that's her journey. But you know, it's just interesting to everybody's time. But I feel like now though, like it's harder for, it like when you and I were younger, like in the church, like the, non mormon the anti-Mormon quote unquote stuff was harder to get to.
0: Yeah it was definitely.
1: And now it's just like go
0: searching for anti-Mormon stuff. It wasn't on their website in black and white, just not really prevalently featured.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I'm topics,
1: essays, so yeah. And you didn't have like Google to just be like, what does this mean? You know, what is this? What happened? What really happened? You know, like and just I I just feel like it's also on that note very good that um it just seems like the church can only if they're not like going back to kind of like how they're not like really up with the times (laughs) like they're not gonna be up with if the way they're going their trajectory trajectory they're going on is like they're not going to last the next 20 or 30 years the way they're going because people are just going to, like, they're not going to, the ones that truly believe are going to die out. And then
0: mm-hmm.
1: these younger generations just don't really buy into it very much, I don't think.
0: But They have such a vast amount of information and knowledge available to them that it's not you know, they question things and they do research and they learn so quickly. Even my Mm four-year-old, he learns things so quickly that just because of what's available to him, you know, like he can, Mm -hmm. he can pick up, you know, my tablet and he activates the speech thing and asks, what's an armadillo? Like. Yeah, he did that today (laughs) because we were were talking about armadillos, yeah. So he was looking at pictures of them and, like, a video of it, and then he's telling me all about it. Like, things like that didn't exist when we were kids. So Mm -hmm. these generations are just, I think, so much more intelligent than we ever – I mean, we're intelligent. We're very smart people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, don't don't go too far. (laughs) (laughs)
0: but you know Uh, they have the ability to learn and they have a hunger to learn that you know is is easily satiated because it's there for them
1: right well it's it's interesting that like i was thinking about this on my hike this last weekend was like i remember when like being nerdy was like a a diss like it was just like oh you're a big old nerd oh you like to read books oh you like to do this and I'm just like and (laughs) then I felt so I felt so old a little bit because I was just like I was nerdy before it was cool you know because really I was like I was into books I was like kind of just like and I wonder like if maybe because like now like it's cool to be like into like books and art and like all this like and yeah. to know, know things and it's also cool to be gay
0: <laughs>
1: like oh that how would that be like <laughs> oh man but oh,
0: we were born in the rock time <laughs> it's true kidding, i hate today
1: <laughs> me too gen z is like oh. well, I, I adore my little sister but sometimes i'm just like oh my god please just like no like she, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. But um, <laughs> she yeah, talk okay. about drama. Got, it,
0: it's fitness or something when I was working out yesterday, and mm-hmm. like one song in, I was like, and Lincoln Park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. sorry, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, and yeah i'll I'll embrace being old because it's fine my little sister calls me old all the time and <laughs> i'm just like yeah well she also complains about being single at 14 and i'm like really really bitch this is
2: <sighs>
1: <sighs> uh, anyway oh and then Uh, Nope, I'm not gonna spill her tea. We'll just we'll just uh, leave it at that. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) I up with her, That's why.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's pretty cool. She's really cool. Oh, dang it! I shouldn't say that on record. She's gonna listen to
0: this and she's gonna know.
1: Oh, Uh, you're
0: gonna have to edit that out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love it.
0: Anyways, okay, so yeah, oath and the covenant, lots of pressure.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> oath and covenant, lots of pressure. That sums it up right there. It's um, uh, well, it? and there's that's all she wrote. The um, that really is all that's in this like overview of the Melchizedek research. I'm like, if it's that important, you only have like five paragraphs for it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but the um. <sighs> The big thing, like the one thing I want, like the patriarch is also. I guess I can, we, we can, we're gonna do a whole episode on patriarchal blessings and the patriarch. My grand granddad, he don't, I don't call him grandpa, granddad, is a patriarch and he's like ninety. So it's usually like these um, super old men, like
0: wizened. Don't call him wizened. Old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this wizened, frail old man.
0: <laughs>
1: um, like, and I. So my grandma died like two years ago, and I hadn't seen my granddad in years, and I was kind of disturbed by how like, like he would start repeating stories, you know, like he's just like, like he's not all there. Like he's functioning, but he's like
0: his mind starting to flip a yeah. bit yeah
1: yeah and that was two years ago now he's 91 so like oh, I can't and I mean he's still going but like I where was I going with that um I just can't imagine getting like a blessing from somebody that's like their mind is like not there you know like yeah
0: like,
1: and that's supposed to be the map of your life like okay <laughs> yeah
0: but we we're saying before we started recording like we don't. The, I always say we, but I'm not a part of it anymore. Um, Mormons.
1: <laughs> I know I was doing that too. It's fine.
0: I <laughs> don't believe in like, like, um, you know, sorcery or or psychics or mediums or like we couldn't even take um face cards on young women's camps. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I thought like it the was devil. because they thought we were gonna gamble, uh-huh. but it's because. They don't the face cards like relate to the tarot deck in some way, and I was like, "What?" Oh, really? <laughs> That's what because I, I said just, thought I mean, it was the gambling
1: thing.
0: and they were like, "That's not why you're not allowed to have them." And yeah, this young woman's leader was like, "It's it's the what do they say? Like, don't even." The appearance of Oh, evil. The Appearance
1: of Evil. Yeah, yeah Avoid the, the Appearance face, of Evil.
0: Avoid the Appearance of Evil. The, the face cards look like a tarot deck. And I was like, what? So you're not allowed to even take face cards to play like, you know, Gin Rummy or something. But you're going to go to this old guy who's going to put his hands on your head and he's going to give you your future.
1: <laughs> and so basically give you a reading. Yeah. And oh. it's, you probably get more accuracy with like an actual, like, like tarot reading or like the tarot reading you gave me a few weeks ago i was just like i got literal chills when i was getting that stuff like i was just because it was super accurate with like what was going on in my life and then um the star card my friend told me that like it's a very prevalent card for leos which i'm a leo and i was just like oh um like i got more excitement out of that than i did out of my patriarchal blessing like, anyway
0: yeah because i'm actually
1: psychic no i'm just kidding that's right <laughs> <laughs> bomb drop um, <laughs> so I can and I um, can see your future <laughs> listeners dusty Will be dropping these fucking bombs on me all the time. She'll be like, "Oh yeah, I met that person, like a celebrity." She's like, "Oh yeah, I met Lizzie Hale. Oh yeah, I know um what's her um, Zoe Deschanel and her boyfriend, the one of the Property Brothers." Yeah, I'm like <laughs> pretty much know everybody. And I've been to that concert. I've been to this concert. and I'm like, girl. <laughs>
0: I don't. I didn't just meet Lizzie Hale her brother oh. Hopper, gave me a hug and she and I shared a monster. So we're See. basically, we're basically in love now. So. <laughs> I'll be leaving my husband for her any day. When's
1: the wedding? <laughs> um, yeah. No. I'm a very
0: straight woman, but she, she'd be my, I mean,
1: girl, my. I'm gay and I'm, I would go there. <laughs> I can say that cause it would never happen, but. <laughs> Right. There's like, you know, like Lady Gaga, totally would, you know, like there's just some women I'm just like, mm-hmm. if it came,
0: because they're not even human. They're these incredible beings that, yeah, like transcend gender and everything. They're just, mm-hmm. they just
1: are. Yeah. Miley Cyrus, oh,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I would, mm, especially with her like new rock like thing going on. She's got, oh my god. Mm.
0: Oh yeah, doubt that for sure. <laughs> Anyway, that was a weird Anyways, <laughs>
1: where'd that come from? Uh, um
0: Just remembering sharing a, a drink with somebody before COVID, and now thinking back,
1: what was I thinking?
0: Really bad idea.
1: Oh, mono.
0: I drank a lot um, that night. It probably killed anything. <laughs>
1: Oh <laughs> uh, well and then there's this other like so then there's the 70 and the apostles. So like 70 uh,
0: Yeah, anyway. why do you call them the 70? Because I always thought as a kid that there were 70 of them, but there's not.
1: Oh. Why
0: did they call them that? Mm,
1: Jesus. I have um hard
0: hitting questions here. This is a very in-depth.
1: I was not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> questions google what's the 12 answer of
0: 12, 12 of them okay. so why weren't the 70 i don't understand it's no. it's just it's all questions
1: <laughs> okay so like oh i i knew it came from the scriptures. so it's let's see in a revelation well whatever scriptures joseph smith's books um Like the Quorum of the Twelve, they travel widely to teach the gospel of Jesus Christ, and in Revelation to Joseph Smith, the Lord taught it is the duty of the Twelve Apostles to call upon the Seventy when they need assistance. That doesn't answer the question. Let's see. Seventy is a priesthood office. Um, Yeah, it's just like the name of it, because it's like multiple individuals holding the office of Seventy are referred to collectively as Seventies. So, let's see. Hmm... It's a traveling minister and a special witness of Jesus Christ charged with the mission of preaching the gospel. I don't know why they're called 70 though. Let's see. Yeah.
0: Because every once in a while I remember they'd like there'd be like a huge big meeting where like a bunch of stakes would come together and we go to the hockey arena.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like the reg- the yeah. area or the regional conference or whatever.
0: Yeah. I usually skipped those, but <laughs>
1: I, I went every time. <laughs> Oh man. Area 70s generally have authority only with. So I don't know why they're called 70s. Maybe it's just like the White Heights, where it's just like they just came up with this name. Yeah,
0: maybe there were 70 of them originally.
1: Oh, maybe. Quorums of the 70, uh, 70 actors is, is early. Historically, the first Quorum of the 70 came into being. And when seven men, oh, there. When seven men were set apart as the first seven presidents of the seventy, so they're like obsessed with the number seven. In 1837, six of the seven presidents were released because it was discovered that they pre- previously been ordained high priest. Five of these men were ultimately replaced by others. Blah blah blah. The first seven presidents of the rest of their lives. Um, I'm sure there's listeners that are like, this is why why am I listening email, to this podcast anymore
2: that's right and we will have know.
1: correction corner if you um, <laughs> if you tell me the answer that
0: is the editor <laughs>
1: Latter-day Saints teach that the office of 70 was anciently conferred upon the 70 disciples mentioned in the Gospel of Luke. There's the answer right there. Latter-day Saints. Yeah. So it was uh, 70 disciples mentioned in Luke 10, one to two 1 through 2.
0: There we go. All right. Glad we found the answer. Don't email. <laughs> don't email me
1: <laughs> that if I don't want to hear it, okay? <laughs> I already know the answer. <laughs>
0: He's lying. He wants to hear from you.
1: Yeah, I do give me give me that
0: T. <laughs> uh all right so okay so apostles, I, 70 patriarchs what are we missing
1: um it was the apostles so oh. and that's the form of the 12 apostles but really there's 15 of them like i always
0: because w- then it's the first presidency right
1: yeah yeah and then, <laughs> first presidency isn't mentioned in, did Jesus have counselors hmm. I always wondered about that I'm just like um so if he had 12 apostles why do we have counselors but why does the prophet have counselors I just
0: yeah. hmm. maybe because there's so many millions of them now
1: uh, yeah that goes into how they're fluffing their numbers little fluffers <laughs> you know the yeah. You know what Fluffer is,
0: right? <laughs> okay, good. I grew up Mormon, but I'm not that naive. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a job, though. Like, come on.
0: <laughs> I get to give a few things I'd prefer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, do tell! Just kidding. We can talk <laughs> offline. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> girl, I'm blushing now. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding now. Takes more than that to blush me, make me blush. But that was that was great.
0: I've seen your memes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, what's that one that I posted today? Something about, like, are you really as nasty as the memes you post? And it's like, <laughs> fuck around and... What is fuck around and find out? <laughs> oh, <please tell> me. <laughs> uh,
2: okay.
1: oh, good. Anyway, oh, yeah. well, that could probably be enough Melchizedek Priesthood for tonight i know i'm done with talking about that shit so (laughs) (laughs) i think we covered it though i think yeah i mean there's not much to like i just i think after this it gets into just like i mean i i want to i want to do an episode where we talk about mission stories like i got hmm. (laughs) a (laughs) girl that's another thing y'all can email me is mission stories if you're a returned missionary or even if you just went on a little bit of your mission and you have the missions anyway, whatever, whatever the circumstance, email me. That's the, that is the um, major point I want to drive through. Not the Melchizedek priesthood. Just email me. Okay. Just, just give a- <laughs> Pay attention to me. <laughs> Love me. <laughs>
0: I feel like I have mission stories because I was married to a return missionary for three years. And- oh
1: yeah. You could tell you can That's tell some of about. your because I mean you're a sister wife so you get you get yeah. some of that. <laughs> you get
0: some... not anymore. My resignation to terminate all that crap.
1: Fuck yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just sister, some stories about my sister though on her mission. She's got some good ones. Ooh
1: okay. Where'd she go?
0: Yeah.
1: Where Romania?
0: And Moldova, but
1: yeah. Oh. I almost, I had a, well, if I'd stayed in the Navy, I could have probably eventually maybe sort of, maybe kind of would have somehow had the opportunity to be stationed in Romania. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's a lot of. <laughs>
0: That's a lot of... <laughs> Things had to fall in the right way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Crimea crisis was happening. So it was a little sketchy.
1: Ooh, yeah. Um, I almost went to Australia, but like, the middle of like smack dab in the middle of Australia. So not like, <laughs> like a Alice spider. Springs. Yeah. Like spiders is big in my head. And um,
0: I had family in Australia, and they sent me pictures just to mess with me. And I'm like, stop it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> stop it. <laughs>
0: Kill a spider with a tennis racket. We have problems.
1: Oh God! I've yeah. seen that's, and then you have to take a psychological eval to be stationed in Alice Springs, Australia, because it's so remote, and then it's also um so tiny, and you're like you're literally surrounded by the outback, like there's nothing else around you, and then. They would take like monthly trips to the coast. And I'm like, I don't know if monthly trip is enough. I just mm-hmm. and I remember looking at the, their website for their town and I was like, Great, I'm probably gonna get hate mail from Alice Springs now. Anyway, but the uh
0: um, sure place. It's just not where they can see. That's
1: right. I'm sure Australia is great. I was telling Lindsay that I was um, talking to a Australia, a f- beautiful Australian man, and his accent was great. And we used Skype, and um, the time difference kind of fucked it all up. So, anyway, wow, I am just rambling now. Um, but uh, I looked at their website for Alice Springs and their big news. This was probably ten, mm, five years ago when I was. F- six or seven years ago when I was looking at this and I was like, they're big news from five years prior to that. So probably about 10 years ago was that they got a target.
0: (laughs) You could go steal shorts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It all comes full circle. (laughs) Oh goodness. Uh, Too good. All right. Um, All right. Yeah.
0: Everybody send in your missionary stories. That'll be fun
1: That will be fun. All right, Dusty, I will let you go, um, and we will do this again soon. Absolutely. You're becoming basically the honorary full co-host of this show. So
0: (laughs) just worry about you only talking to Archer all the time. So
1: (laughs) goodness, he's probably sick of me. (laughs) as right now he's whining at me trying to get a treat you could probably hear him whining but uh, no it's
0: good i love coming on because i feel like this is my therapy and it's a lot cheaper than therapy
1: that's right (laughs) 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 it's funny um because i we talked about that in episode seven where it's um stop it archer wait he wants attention Okay, I know. I want attention too, but okay. Um, <laughs> we talk about you know,
0: how. Start looking like they're animals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, now.
0: <laughs> 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 the shade. Just kidding. I love our church. We've had, so. had a lot of wine tonight, so I'm a little sassy.